Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? Happy New Year, Penn. Happy New Year, David. We made it. 2023. (laughs) Or as I like to call it, Monday. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a normal day today? <laughs> I did. That's ridiculous. Right. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> what some people's lives, you know? <laughs> right. Um, I texted you over the weekend. You did. Because I wanted to keep you in the loop. Yeah. I feel like we should bring our listeners up to speed as well. You should, because I was shocked. Right. This is news to me. I don't know if everyone's heard this. Probably not. They might have read it. It, maybe they read it in the paper. Maybe they did. I didn't. doubt the lamestream yeah. media covered. No, the lamestream media definitely looked the other way on this. Yeah. On Saturday night. Yeah. At approximately midnight, mm. they went ahead and started a whole new year. Yeah, they put a pin in 2022, stuck a fork in it because it was done. We're just and, gonna end it like that. And they just like that, no notice. And they started a brand new year. And the idiots couldn't even come up with a good name. They just were like, well, last year we called it 2022. And they, you know, you know, there was a committee involved. Yeah. You know, there was a group of suits. Yeah. They couldn't do like 2022 electric boogaloo or anything. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If Hollywood was in charge at naming years, (laughs) what would they have named the year that we are in now that came after 2022? <laughs> I think you had the best. I mean, yeah, you're not going to. You're, you're not, not going to top. top. You're going to top that. You I mean, can't top that. That's that's the best. Yeah, but if anyone else has any ideas, I I think right. that we should name this year uh, until we hear better. We're going to call it Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. Did you party the whole the whole night? Oh, you know I did. No doubt. Yeah, for real. No it was doubt. it was me and Marley Bear mm-hmm. and Kalo. And a whole bunch of friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> and some other families, and uh, yeah, we were we were up late to the wee hours. I, I will say, by my standards, I was up late. But when I went to bed, they were still yeah. So it was like nine thirty. There may or may not have been Jello shots in the fridge. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Oh, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> I went right nine thirty. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even midnight. I was talking to a friend of mine this morning who did say. That they went to bed at 9.30 at night on Saturday. That was Saturday. like 90% of the people I knew were like, oh, I don't intend to be up past 10. Really? Yeah. I don't get that. I know. They were like, we have children. And I'm uh, like, so what? So what? All the sell better. Them. They're going to be asleep. Yeah. Or sell them. Yeah, either way. <laughs> One or the other. Like, you don't need that. All right. So today's show. Yeah. We're looking ahead. Yeah. To 2022 Electric Boogaloo, the most anticipated films of the year. Right. This is the big one. Remember all the movies that didn't come out last year? <laughs> well, this year, they're new ones. What are <laughs> what are some high-profile movies that didn't come out last year that got moved to 2023? Like every DC movie. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't can't think of like a lot of, because the year before, there was a ton. Right. Things got moved around, but I can't think of anything that got pushed out I of this I think it year. was mostly DC. Yeah. Because I saw a lot of headlines talking about this year that were like 
a lot of product that was supposed to be released in 22 is finally getting released. Right. And I'm like, like what? Yeah. Shazam, maybe. That's one. Flash. Okay, Flash. Well, in yep. the, if that ever comes out. If that comes out. And you had a comment. We won't, we're going to talk about the year ahead. Yeah. But just a little teaser. David is already predicting the big Christmas release Doesn't will happen. not get released. Yeah. At least not on Christmas. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. God help us. All right. So we're going to do our normal routine. And instead of reviewing a specific movie, when we get to that part, we're going to look ahead yeah. to the year ahead. Boogaloo. Yeah. Yeah, but um, checking out some of the news. Yeah. Some people, like you, yeah. got a little crazy. Right. Hey, I wonder, oh my gosh, I, I really need to make good on my promise of reaching out to Rory. Yeah. Like, what do you think Rory was doing at midnight? Oh my God. Right? Probably surfing. <laughs> I heard that in Hawaii, the, uh, the they're not supposed to have fireworks and things got crazy. Oh boy. I could see Rory being the kind of guy, though, that goes to sleep. At like nine or ten, and then he's up at dawn surfing. Surfing the new year in. Yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah. like, ah, brah. Yeah, brah. It's like you, me, the water, the waves. And the waves. Like, it's like Gaia, man. Yeah. And she just speaks to me. Yep. And some people were skiing. Some people were surfing. Yeah. Some, some people, people were skiing. skiing. And some people were getting hurt. Mm. And Jeremy <laughs> Reiner was one of them, <laughs> unfortunately. Hawkeye himself? Hawkeye himself. Yeah. Well, this is, we're making jokes, but he they said he was in critical condition yeah. last I saw, so apparently it's pretty bad. I think it's safe to make jokes, though, first of all, because it's just us. <laughs> Nobody else <laughs> Right. Nobody will know. And second of all, because he was listed as stable. So okay, stable. I mean, now. he's, okay. he. you know, I, I hope he's fine, but yeah. it sounds like it was a pretty serious accident, but not life-threatening. Do you think he, like, skied into a snowplow or something? Or right. Something I wanted, super comical, right. but not comical in real life? Right. <laughs> I want to know who he was skiing with. I would like him to be skiing with like Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett mm. Johansson. Like, get the whole gang. <laughs> you know, I would love to find out that they rang in the new year together. I love how you're like, well, they made some a couple movies together, so therefore they must hang out all the time. I would like to assume that they. No do. one just makes a movie with someone. No, you hang out with that forever, person all, forever, <laughs> forever. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings guys tied in <laughs> Forget forever. It. That's Forget their, it. That's our family. But no, I don't think that's true for the Lord of the Rings guys because I can't name them. What? <laughs> so it's only true for like the Marvel guys that I can name. It's only wow. true. It's only true for celebrities that I can conceptualize. Oh, only the real celebrities. <laughs> right. right. Okay. Right. Sorry, Elijah Wood, Dominic right. Monaghan, right. home. Yeah, you're out. Sean you Dean. suck. Yeah. <laughs> some Who of you are, are you? Some of you are dead anyway. Yes. So <laughs> you're not ringing in shit. Come on. <laughs> what a call out. I'm home. <laughs> you tried to slip it by me like I, I wouldn't know. I did. You're I just thought, trying to brag, no. impress everybody because mm. you know all these names. And you thought, oh, dumb old Penn, he won't know. No. He knew. He knew. Yep. That, that life-changing <laughs> moment right there. Right. For real. Yeah, I'm putting you on notice. Oh, my God. Because this year's- 2022 gonna, Electric right, Boogaloo is right. not going to be like 2022. That's what I'm saying. I got I to gotta up my Right. Game. I'm taking B12 <laughs> vitamins, and I'm ready to rock. Oh, shit. Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> my God. <laughs> The funny thing is, I just took a gamble. Like one of those guys, I you didn't, didn't know which one. I didn't know which one, but I sort of thought. I sort of thought like I think one of I think one of those guys is the old dude, and I think he died. Oh my god! Good 
Campbell. Yeah, because you know me, David. Off. I'm not really... I instantly was like, yeah, well, he oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Boy, that pen, he really... He knows his He stuff, knows his guys. shit. Maybe he does watch movies. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I can't, can't nah. be. Nah. I don't believe it. <laughs> All right. Now, this, this next one, I don't think it counts as news, mm. per se, but it's kind of interesting. I thought it was interesting. One of the movies we're going to talk about that's coming out this summer is Barbie, mm. uh, which is apparently being co-written. I thought it was a Greta Gerwig movie, but it turns out it's a Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach oh. movie, which in my opinion, no offense to Greta, I don't mean it like there's anything wrong with Greta, but I think we all love Noah so much. I mean, he's an incredibly talented filmmaker. Like, if they're pairing up to make this movie together, then yeah. this is this. we've been fans of this movie ever since it was announced, based on the cast, based on Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, who you and I identified, we agreed, like, this is no joke. Right. They're not going to make a dumb movie. Right. They're going to make a good movie. Right. Which people are going to try to make fun of it because it's Barbie, but they're making a real movie here. Right. The thing that, that gets me is every time I see Greta Gerwig's name, I always think Greta Thunberg. Oh, right. It, it, even though yeah. I know right. they're different people. Right. But I'm like, there's... The little girl? Oh, no, wait. No, it's the right. other, it's the the climate girl. activist? Yeah. She's making a Barbie movie? Okay, yeah. No, this makes sense. <laughs> but it's funny you would say that because I suspect from what very little I know about any either one of the Gretas, mm -hmm. I bet you Greta Gerwig and Greta Thunberg would be buddies. Well, there's only one Greta you really know right. and respect. Right, and that's Chloe Grace that's Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz's Greta movie. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All others are competing for a distant second. Right, exactly. But I thought that was assumed. Right. <laughs> Not everyone deals with it that way. Right, 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 right. All right. So anyway, Greta and Noah. So this is interesting. Have you watched White Noise? Not yet. Uh, so it's on Netflix, right? It is on Netflix, and I have to say, it's good. I hear it's amazing. I started it and then left it. What? I, now, now that I know it's legit, like I will go back to it, but it starts off slow and weird. And Adam Driver is like depressing and, and kind of mm. like, I wasn't in, maybe I just but didn't. I think it gets funny, right? I, I hope so. Cause it does not start out funny. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, I thought I was signing up for like a comedy and maybe I was missing the jokes, but. Maybe you didn't realize that it was too legit to quit. Right. Could be. Anyway, Greta and Noah's. Barbie movie yeah. is, what's the opposite of, oh, it is figuratively, I was I, I was going for the opposite of literally. In other words, this is not a literal connection. Right. But there's a, there's a connection, there's a relationship between white noise and Barbie. Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach went on to say that both films came out of the same place. The execution is different, but there are aspects of the world of white noise that actually informed some of how we looked at Barbie, co-writer Bombach said. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I would not have connected either of them, but I mean, I haven't seen either, but just right. from what I know. Well, and I didn't realize that the filmmakers were all the same people. So anyway, I'm gonna go That's back. Crazy. I'm gonna go back to watch White Noise. You better go back. Yeah. I need to watch it. Jason Glatfelter watched it and loved it. It's Goonies, Jason. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I refer to him as Encyclopedia Brown, yeah, but I like I like Goonies Jason better. Either way, either way, he watched it and loved it. Yeah, um, here's some news. I don't know what it means, but I love it because it mentions RRR. Mm. The RRR team Arr. will join Los Angeles IMAX special screening in person in January. Uh, the stars N.T. Rama, Rao Jr., and Ram Charan will join director S.S. Rajamoli. 
at the TCL Chinese on January 9th as the Indian hit market marks its award season comeback. Is that going to come back here? Is that going to come here at all? I will tell you that because of you yeah, and because of everyone's favorite sister. Oh, my gosh. If I'm afforded the opportunity to bring this back and play it in IMAX, I commit. Oh, my God. I will. Please. I will. And I, I, will, and I will watch it. I will, I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> and I'll call all the boys. <laughs> like Anchorman. Like, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Anchorman call? Yeah. Come yeah. together, guys. Right, right. <laughs> Okay, last little bit of news. And again, yeah. this is not quite news as much as it is me reporting. Mm. This just in. This just in. So I brought back two of the... So your top 10 list yeah. concluded with the number two picture. No, you did not have top... You did not have Top Gun on your... Top Gun was not on my list. Yeah. But your number one picture was everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. And my number two picture was everything, all everywhere, all at once. And my number one picture was Top Gun Maverick. Wow. I brought both of those titles back over the holidays, thinking to myself, these are easily the two best movies. Depending on what you're into, Yeah. everybody who watched movies this year would pick one of those right. as their favorite. Top Gun I brought back and it competed. It did more, my Top Gun schedule, which was limited. In other words, maybe a show a day, maybe two shows a day. Yeah. I think on, on one day I had three shows a day. My Top Gun limited schedule outgrossed Babylon, wow. Whitney Houston, some of the other oddball titles that had limited schedules. And I thought to myself, wow, this was really smart. I'm incredibly smart for doing this. And it was great. And I was like, oh, boy, when everything everywhere all at once drops, we're really going to be in business. Hello. Hello, what's up? Well, this is the third time it's made a return, right? Well, yeah. So but the first time was only – the first time was supported by the studio. Right. This is – this I brought back by myself. Same with Top Gun. Right. I brought both of them back just on my own. Anyway, my point is Top Gun did incredibly well. Everything everywhere all at once, nobody came out for it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I know like two people who came out. Yeah. One had, one hadn't even seen it before. Mm. Um, what do you make of that? Anything? No. Here's what I make of it. Top Gun is a more, regardless of like people, I've, I've talked about this on the show before. Around the holidays, you get non-moviegoers going right. out to the movies. That's what and, I was going to say. And yeah. Top Gun is a more recognizable brand among non-moviegoers, mm. whereas everything everywhere all at once, if you're not a moviegoer, you're like whatever. Those people are going to see Top Gun with their family members that they never get to go to the movies with. Right. Who don't watch anything. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. They'd rather watch right. everything everywhere all at once. Right. But they'll go see the, the family. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I will also report, just to close, put a lid on this topic, uh, when I booked everything everywhere, the studio did tell me they will be supporting a national comeback pre-award season. Oh wow! So I'm not. I think with some advertising and stuff, it can. Yeah. It can make a draw again. Yeah, with a national support, it should it should do okay. But anyway, uh, Penn Cinema had a had a great. All three of our locations had a really great holiday run. Nice. Um, please report. We got all kinds of nice emails from people saying how great the kids are that work here. Wow! So shout out to our team. What? Yeah, yeah, yep, very cool. So before we get into movies, well, first off, well, that's... wait, whoa, 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 oh shoot, what? I forgot to put them in. Put what in? The two trailers. Oh yeah, we can get the trailers. Yeah, we we just have two. 
Yeah. All right. So anyway, well, you want to put a lid on the I news? Mean, yeah. I mean, you know how it kind of goes. Um, let's talk about our trailers. We got two trailers. Okay. The first trailer is for Knock at the Cabin. Right. This is, we had, this is Knock at the Cabin's second, second trailer. trailer. A little more involved. Mm-hmm. Which I think makes a movie that I was already thinking this isn't going to be good look worse. Really? Yes. Because the only appealing part of this was the mystery. And then this was like, took away the mystery. What's the mystery? Uh, are John Batista's and his crew, are they just crazy people? And are they? No. Because the trailer shows that the by not killing themselves, planes are falling out of the sky, tsunamis are happening. So don't you want to see how that plays out? I don't trust M. Night Shyamalan to not disappoint me. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. I had a different reaction in the sense of I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Mm. And by the way, tickets are on sale already. Okay. But but I think your point is pretty valid. He's got a track record of things that look good that disappoint. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I'm not, you know, maybe. I, I know. It's, uh, but it's just, it's not, they're not the worst movies. Right. They're just not what you They're not expect. the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So isn't it interesting how he at a there was a day when he was yeah could do no wrong right right and then every time you think he's coming back like he does a good one right and he's like well let's check out this next one and right. you're like oh wait oh yeah yeah Lucy holding the ball for Charlie Brown <laughs> exactly yeah. uh, what was the other one we had uh, we had an extended version of the whale yeah is that is that what I said. I'd, yeah. Uh, you said yeah. the whale. I don't yeah. know. I, I watched the trailer for the whale, which I hadn't watched before. Yes. Yes. This was like a legit trailer, as opposed yeah. to the teaser which we had seen previously. Right. Um, what did you think? I thought it was all right. Um, I like it. I'm looking forward to watching it. I think this movie is going to be incredibly hard to watch. So we're going to watch it next week yeah. for episode 204. It opens at Penn Cinema. <sighs> yeah. This movie. I mean, I I'm. I want to watch it for a lot of reasons. I think it's going to be like clearly Oscar worthy. I think Brendan Fraser, one of his finest roles, probably. It's just it's just going to be a difficult movie to watch for the subject matter. You know how? Um, what's the subject matter? Just the guy struggling with his his weight and disappointment in life, and trying to encourage other people while not accepting the encouragement for himself. Mm. Type of thing. Disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know how like Saturday Night Live and other folks like make fun of movies that have like Oscar scenes, mm-hmm. like scenes just for the Oscar. That's one thing I didn't like about this trailer is I felt like the scene, the trailer closes with him like looking at the camera and crying and being like, I just wanted more for you or some, I forget what he says, but some kind of like passionate, like, yeah. and I'm like, that's the Oscar bait. The whole movie is Oscar bait. The whole the whole movie is Oscar bait. But also, like, where the hell did Brendan Fraser come out of? He's been around, man. No, I know, but I'm saying, what's he done lately? Oh, he's been he's been super active. Really? Well, he's been starring in Doom Patrol, um, and then he's had a couple uh, like smaller roles here and there because he hurt his back, so he can't. Mm. He does a lot of voice acting too, mm. so he's been around. He's been 
under the radar around, but yeah. he's been around. Well, if he's been on Dune Patrol, then, you know. Doom Patrol. Dune? Not Dune Patrol. Dude? Dude Patrol. Dude Patrol. Dude Patrol. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. That's a dirty movie. <laughs> Hello. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, because uh, I always think of him with, like, didn't he do, I think he did Journey to the Center of the Earth, which was the first 3D movie that we ever played in Penn Cinema. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, he did. I watched a really good like, you know how Vanity Fair does, mm-hmm. like, interviews, and they yeah. go over, like, the whole history? Yeah. I watched his, and it was really interesting to watch how he was talking about, like, the mommy movies and how they changed right. and the perspective of everybody in it and then just, like, how his career moved on from there and stuff. It's It was really interesting. Yeah. It was a long one, though. Yeah, he was the star of Journey to the Center of the Earth, which was the first movie that we we were the first theater in Lancaster County to have digital 3D. And we were all excited about it. And there was a big movie. I forget what the big movie was. Might I want to say it was Spider-Man, but that doesn't sound right. Mm. It might have been. It was some kind of superhero movie. Yeah. And the week before the big superhero movie opened, Journey to the Center of the Earth opened. Because mm. we were like, the, the concept was like, we'll have a test run with 3D. And uh, he was so awful in that movie. And I kind of never got over that. Yeah. So now this will be the second time that I watch anything he's ever done. Really? Yeah. You ever saw Encina Man or anything like no. in the 90s? No. Oh, that would have been prime kid time. Kid time and Grateful Dead time. Yeah. I did not see a lot of movies in the 90s. Mm. It's true. Well, I mean, who has times when your concerts you're going to were like 17 hours long? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to a concert. I'll see you next week. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to a concert. And what are you doing tomorrow night? I'm going to go see the same band again. Yeah, I'll still be at the concert. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, before we get into movies next year, yeah. is there anything you've seen or watched or anything? You normally do this at the end, but let's... Oh, I was uh, I was, I was, was referring to like a, a, like a hyper light movie review. Oh, okay. Not not our what are you seeing, what are you watching, what are you doing. Okay. But just like instead of reviewing a movie, I was just going to comment that I saw Babylon. Mm-hmm. Commercially, it's a 100% flop. Mm-hmm. But I stand by what I think I mentioned a few weeks ago when I saw, first saw it. It's a great movie. I mean, it's long. But I, I thought that the last 20 minutes of Babylon, if, if we were making a list of top 10 movies mm-hmm. and you could isolate 20 minutes of any given movie – Babylon, this might be my number one 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a montage at the end of Babylon that I would put up against any movie in the building. Wow. All year long. And when I say montage, you're picturing montage. I'm telling you, this is artistically done. It's not like anything I've ever seen. There's, it's, it's very different. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, it's one of those movies I don't know if I want to see, but I do, and I don't yeah. I go back and forth. It's like, oh, I want to see it up until the opportunity comes up, and I'm like, eh. eh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can relate. I know that. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure everybody listening has had that. Right. Like, oh, that's cool. And then you're like, well, it's all the way over there. I wash my dishes. And right. <laughs> Feed the hogs, pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, me, my, my mini review would have to go. I watched Klaus. Oh. Huh? Um, which uh, is a 19, 2019 Netflix Christmas movie that is now going to be part of my normal Christmas movie hmm. repertoire. Yeah. Hang on a sec, I gotta look that up. I probably used it wrong. What's that, like some French shit? Repertoire. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, it's incredibly touching and um, funny at the same time. Totally, it was highly recommended, and uh, I'm so glad that I finally watched it. And I was definitely tearing up at parts, and then I was trying to tell someone about it, and I was tearing up, and I was like, don't cry just talking about this movie. But <laughs> it's really not that like sad. It's just very touching. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really good, fresh Christmas movie. Yeah. It's animated. Okay. It's uh, one of uh, Norm MacDonald's last performances, I oh. think. So. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. So to the matter at hand. Yes. 2023. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm ready. To now, now you're ready. So what did we do? We have a top 10 list of 10 most anticipated movies. Yeah, we each picked out our 10 most anticipated movies of the year. Okay, before we get to that list, how about I'll read some of the tent polls? Yeah. Now, these may or may not. They might show up on your top 10 list. They might not. Okay. Some of them show up on my ten, top 10 list. Some of them do not. Going Some, some of them on mine, yeah. Going chronologically. Yeah. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, mm -hmm. from Disney. That's February 17th. That's the week after Magic Mike. Mm. So if you're looking for Valentine's Day, you're going to Magic Mike. Obvi. Obvi. And then you're going to uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And then in March, we have Shazam. And then this one is not a superhero, but I think it's worth mentioning. There's a four-week run of Shazam John Wick Chapter 4, Dungeons and & Dragons, and then Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have those highlighted as tentpole. Well, yeah. maybe not John Wick, but like the other two feel like they're going to be big. Super Mario? Well, definitely Super yeah. Mario. So Super Mario raises one of my questions that I wanted to raise, which I will address at this point. Will 23 finally give us a legit, successful kids movie? Like, Puss in Boots has been okay. But Lightyear was a huge disappointment. And what was that one we just had a few weeks ago that was a big disappointment? Avatar? No, the kids' movie that came out for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I made you chuckle. <laughs> you did. You did. It was annoying and also funny at the same time. <laughs> you tried to keep it's like, it in. All right, that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't remember what Yeah, it was. but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, will 23 deliver an, an actual successful hit animated kids, like, legit kids' movie? We've not had one. Well, yeah, it's with Sonic this year. Okay, Sonic was close. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, continuing on. Uh, the next major tentpole, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on May 5th. And then uh, that will compete with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse on June 2nd. I don't mean compete head-to-head. -head. I mean, I think those two movies will end up on the list of biggest movies of the year. What about the one you passed over? What's that? Fast X. Oh, Fast X, yes. Fast X is going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, Fast and the Furious 10 on May 19th. That's Labor Day weekend. So that's going to be a big-ass movie. Wow. Fast 10-year seatbelts. Fast 10-year seatbelts, guys. Yeah. Um, moving into June, we have Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. And then we have Elemental on June 16th, the same day as The Flash. Do we think Elemental's going to be a tentpole or just... I can't even remember what that's... About. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A Pixar movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, well, first off, I think The Flash doesn't happen. So... <laughs> Interesting. Elemental. Right. Okay. Then we're at the end of June, coming up on 4th of July weekend, but not 4th of July weekend. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, 
I just want to mention, because I think it's interesting that Harold and the Purple Crayon gets released at that point. Okay, then you're getting into July. What's interesting is these three movies, I'm going to say these four movies, I'm going to say these five movies all open after the 4th of July weekend. So 4th of July weekend is Indiana Jones, Harold and the Purple Crayon, and an untitled DreamWorks animation film. And then immediately after the 4th of July is Insidious 5. Mm. Isn't that weird? All right, anyway, the, the tent poles. Mission Impossible opens July 14th. A week later, Oppenheimer opens. Oh, by the way, I wanted to touch on Mission Impossible. I'm calling it right now. Mission Impossible, biggest movie of the year. Oh, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oppenheimer the week after that. And then the same day as Oppenheimer, we have uh, Barbie, which I don't, I'm not trying to include Barbie as a tent pole, like it's going to be the biggest movie of the year, but it's certainly on our list of interesting movies we're curious about. It's funny the Marvels wasn't highlighted either. Not a lot of faith in that? No. Uh, but then the Marvels a week after that, at the end of July, and Teenage no. Mutant Ninja Turtles on August 4th. What, you think I should have more faith in Marvel, in the Marvels? You think that's going to be big? I don't know. It's hard to say with Marvel anymore. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, obviously it's going to be big. It's going to be a big, successful movie. But I'm, I'm saying, like, is it going to be... Going to have to wait for trailers, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then you're sort of through the summer into the fall. Um, we're, we're passing over a few interesting titles, but nothing worth, you know, really... I highlighted The Expendables 4 in September just because I thought that was interesting. I love this one. Untitled buddy comedy film. <laughs> we'll come back to that. We're going to come back to that. Okay. I highlighted Paw Patrol on October 13th just because I think that's going to be big mm -hmm. um, by the nature of how successful Paw Patrol was last time. Then on November 3rd. Dune! Dune! Part 2. Dune Part 2. And then on November 17th, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds. This is the prequel to The Hunger Games. Right? Yeah. And then uh, Ghostbusters sequel. Yeah. Let's see if that happens. And then David's pick of the year. David was telling me before his show started, this is his pick to be the yeah, number one movie of the year. Number one movie of the year. <laughs> it won't happen. That's not going to happen this year. Aquaman. What is it? Aquaman. Lost Kingdom. Oh, my God. This movie's like was done filming. Like it, it was supposed to come out this year. David, I, 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 you know, you know, I don't like to be negative. Yeah. I like to be the positive voice on the show, mm. but I'm just going to say Aquaman and the lost kingdom is the worst, most unoriginal title that we have come across in years. You think the lost kingdom is going to be underwater? You think that's like Dora the Explorer? Like that's the kind of title you give a kid's movie. That's the kind of title you should give Dora the Explorer. And the Lost Kingdom. And the exactly. I'll bet you there's a movie, a show, Dora the Explorer and the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> there probably is. Yeah. There probably is. And same with the Indiana Jones. Everything with the Indiana Jones is lost. Didn't wasn't that the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or something? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, yeah. Dial yeah. of Destiny. It's all it all goes back to the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys and Scooby Doo. I'm, you're always saying that. Right. It all goes back. Right. When are you not saying that? Yeah, to, to the Hardy Boys. I'm like, we're talking about sandwiches, dude. What's, what are you talking about? Right, 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 right. right, right. Okay, so uh, what are we going to do? We're going to work backwards. Yeah, let's work backwards. From 10 to number yeah. one. So David and I uh, pain, yeah. painstakingly. I have a tie for number 10. Okay, give it to me. I'll bet you our number 10 is the same. I'm going to go out on a limb and say our number 10 is the same. I am going to go out on a limb and say we don't match on any of these. Like, we don't have any at the exact same spot. Maybe. 
because number 10 for me, up until a moment ago when I remembered another movie existed, was The Meg 2, The Trench. <laughs> I knew you were going to have The Meg. I knew you were going to have Meg 2. <laughs> That's not on my list. My So what's your second one for number 10? Transformers, Rise oh, of the Beasts. My number 10? Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's one movie that you're super hyped about that I just don't care. I th- I'm super hyped about it because I think it is – like, you know how people – like, I feel about Cocaine Bear the way you feel about The Meg. Right. Like, no, I this, get it. This movie literally makes me feel like I'm going to enjoy it because the ridiculousness is off the charts. I, I want to get hyped for it, and uh, I think I will the closer we get. But I'm right not, now, but I'm not sure that I would use the word hyped for me. I'm just like amused. Okay. Like intrigued, happily intrigued. Okay. All right. I'll go, for, I'll go on number nine. Okay. My number nine, looking forward to on April 7th, Kayla's birthday. She turns 21 and we will be watching, probably not, Super Mario Bros. the movie. Interesting. Mine, which I didn't see on this list, but I did find on IMDb's list. Oh, God. Sherlock Holmes 3. Interesting. I wonder why it didn't come on this list. It said it was in pre-production, so maybe it's not official. Okay. Oh, that might be one of these uh, unnamed, like if you look later in the year. (laughs) No, like right here on October 6th, untitled Warner Brothers event film. Yeah, it could be something Or on September 29th, untitled Universal event film. And by Sherlock Holmes, it's... uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. I forget which studio had that, but there's three, just glancing at it, three untitled event films in the schedule. Okay. So that must be one of them. Yeah. And honestly, I might have put that as my number nine if I had thought about it. All right. What do you got for eight? The only MCU film oh. on my list for the whole year. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ooh. At number eight. Interesting. Yeah. I have number eight, and I know the movie, like, I have low expectations for it, but again, it's a uh, sentimental pick. Okay. Indiana Jones. Okay. Uh, Number seven, because I'm interested. Okay. And I'm actually really excited to see what they do with it. Barbie. Mmm. I put Super Mario Bros. There you go. Yeah. So it was on my list. It was a little bit higher up. We got one title so far. But not not the same level. No. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number six, pump those brakes because we got to fast tend these seatbelts. Fast tend these seatbelts? Oh yeah. my God. You're going to kill me for number six. Oh my God. Dune part two. It's not even in your top five. Maybe it's because you have to finish reading the book. Yeah. I'm deep in the book. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Do you know where it is? That's the big question. <laughs> he doesn't know how to answer that. Are you up? Oh, or am uh, I up? Was that your number? That was your, no, your number five. All right, I'm not my number five. All right, are you ready? This one's yeah. going to blow your mind. Mm. Are you ready? On August 18th, from Universal, Untitled Buddy Comedy. Just shut up. <laughs> I read it. It's true. <laughs> and I want to explain my thought. Okay. Partly just to be funny. Yeah. But partly because I want so badly. To have a buddy film. To have a good first of all, a good comedy. Yeah. And if you're going to make it a buddy comedy, 
they say buddy and you immediately think of two guys, but it could be, you know, two girls. It could be Sandra. It could be book smart. It could be Sandra Bullock. It could be heat, you know, Melissa McCarthy. It could be mm. so many people it could be man and a woman. Like it doesn't matter. I want desperately for this year to have a proper comedy movie. And if it's a buddy comedy, then by God, I'm on board. Mm. So come on, universal, do me solid. Do you solid. Make this a good movie. Please. I'm begging you. Well, my number five is what I like to call true gamble with the movie 65. Oh, yeah. That is a big gamble. Yeah. Okay. Now, number four. Okay. The, I would say the top four are a little bit more predictably, David. Okay. Number four, I have John Wick chapter four. Okay. That's good. For number four, I have Guardians of the Galaxy volume three. Okay. I, I That didn't make my list, surprisingly. When you said only, when you put... Ant-Man on your list mm -hmm. and said it's the only MCU movie. I thought you were going to say Guardians. I just, I think I'm more excited for, like, for them to finally introduce Kang the Conqueror as a villain in Ant-Man. I just loved Guardians so much. Yeah. And the second one was like, meh, you know, so like, do you have hope that... Did you watch the Christmas special yet? No, not yet. Christmas went by, now you're going to be out of the season watching it. You're going to be like, I don't I don't know if I relate to Christmas stuff. It was so long ago. You know what my problem is with the holiday special? Yeah. I can't watch movies that have, like, creatures in them in my living room because my dog barks at the TV if it's not human. Hmm. So I have to watch them upstairs, and once I'm upstairs, then I, I'm usually watching something different. So I don't know. If Does your dog bark at you all the time? Yeah. <laughs> So what, what did we say? We did... Uh, Your num number three. My number three is Spider-Man Across the Spideyverse. Okay. I have Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Nice. Yeah. 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 Number two is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Because, I mean, there's a clear number one. Is Oh, for you. Yeah. 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 So your number your number three is Mission Impossible. Your number two is Spider Man, and your number one is Dune. Right. My number three is Spider Man. My number two is Mission Impossible. Okay. And my number one. Barbie. Christopher Nolan, oh. Oppenheimer. That's solely based on how much I've I feel like Christopher Nolan. I have really enjoyed. I almost said loved. I've really thoroughly appreciated every movie that he has made. At least in recent times. No? Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Mission Impossible, I think, is going to be the biggest movie of the year. And yeah. that's the one that I'm, like, most psyched for. It really could have been my number one movie. But Oppenheimer is, like, to me, it has, like, the most upside. Like, or, I'm sorry, it has the potential for upside. Like, the only reason... Downer, though. The only reason why... Mission Impossible isn't my number one versus Oppenheimer is because Oppenheimer's original. Like it's fresh. Okay. You know, it's not All right. it's not a franchise. I follow that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Now what do you want to say about Dune? Because I didn't mean to cut you off and steal your thunder. Your number one movie is Dune. We all know why it's your number one movie, but what do you want to say about it? Um man, I'm so pumped. I I wish we could just get there and I don't wouldn't have to deal with the um marketing that they're putting out to kind of bait people to see it mm. and make it sound like, oh man, this who, uh, Austin Butler says it's crazy that he, he feels like his main character, his character should be the main character. I'm like, yeah, that's the motivation of the character. They think right. they're better than Paul. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What are you getting at? Yeah. So, 
Um, I wish we could skip that so I would have to not be tired of <laughs> of other people. Yeah. But um, I, I I almost didn't make it my number one. It's just because it was so clear. It was like this is really the number one, but let's pretend that it's not just for for the fun of it. Fun of, but Spider Man would have been there. Like, right. 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 Right behind it. So. Yeah. Spider Man should have been my. I don't know. Spider-Man Spider-Man could prove to be my favorite movie. There's a chance that Spider-Man is my favorite movie of the year. I feel like if Spider-Man is as good as Spider-Man 1, right. It will be in running right behind Mission Impossible. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and also because it has a longer runway. Not a lot longer, but let's see. Spider-Man comes out. Yeah, I mean Spider-Man comes out at the beginning of June. It'll still be playing when kids get out of school. It'll still be playing through the 4th of July. That's going to be a summer. That's That movie, Spider-Man is going to play all summer long. Because I don't, I can't recall anyone who saw the first one and ha- has like really negative things to say about it. Right. So if you get all those people that were surprised by the first one back, plus right. more. Right. This, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And because it has the elements of superhero comic book you know yeah it can book both stuff. kids and adults right but it's not the same superhero schmuck schlep what's the word i'm looking for like schlock schlock yeah schlock like it's even not just th- even just like from an artsy fartsy point, is, point right. of view like right i don't know if we talked about it or not but like in the trailer if you watch it certain animation is at different frame rates from other animation Sometimes it'll seem like other characters are moving a lot while one character kind of floats in position mm-hmm. because they're at a, lo- a lower frame rate. I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. I think that has the potential to be my favorite movie of the year, even though I'm most looking forward to Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible. Mm. But that's, I mean, what do you, th- so, okay, so we've talked about our personal favorites. We've talked about the tent poles. What do you. I th- I, Spider-Man's going to wind up probably being my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to doing more because it's Dune, but I think Spider-Man is going to be yeah. like as a film, right? Going to be like my favorite one of the year. And what do you, what do you, how do you take the whole group of January through December, all those films? How do you take that? You think that's going to be a better movie year than 22 or worse? Over under, better or worse? Better. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be better commercially. Like it's going to be a better year for the business, and I I think more importantly, it's going to be a better year for us movie lovers. Yeah, it's there's a couple things here. One, there's a lot less guessing. Yep. If a movie's, I think if if some of these are going to be good or not, because uh, unfortunately to say this, they're sequels. Uh, you know, which is we're all like, oh, we're tired of sequels, but you can pretty much bet on a sequel. Well, they're either sequels or they're from people we trust, Christopher Nolan, Greta Gerwig, etc. Right. So. There's that. And we are now, I think, pretty much out of the COVID slump. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with yeah. that. So you're now getting higher quality films uh-huh. and not stuff that were slapped together. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean. We skipped over all of the um, horror movies. Yeah. But there's a big Evil Dead movie coming out. There's a big vampire movie coming out. I might watch Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, there's another sleep. There's two sleepers that we skipped over. Um, we did not mention Dungeons and Dragons at the end of March. Mm-hmm. I thought you did in your when you were talking about the the. Head, oh yeah, the it, yeah. Month. Had those yeah. F- those four weeks. That's in a row. A, that movie's a big question mark. For right, me. right. That is one where we're guessing. Yeah. That is one where we're guessing. Yeah. Um, also, we didn't talk about Little Mermaid coming out right after Labor Day weekend. 
And I don't uh, because of anything other than the fact that Disney has not, like, none of the live actions have really blown me away. I mean, I remember Lion King being good for what it was, but it's still just the Lion King. Right. You know? Like, once time passes, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. And then, like I said, or like I mentioned earlier, there are three untitled event films in, right. the, in the fall. So we're thinking that one of those is Sherlock Holmes. Hopefully. Yeah. And then also, I didn't want to skip over uh, Willy Wonka in December, The Color Purple in December. Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. Trolls 3. Trolls, man. That was big. That was big. Now, is it Troll 3 or Trolls 3? Trolls uh, 3. Okay, so the cartoon. Right. And not the horror film. Right. Okay, just checking. Uh, what's this here? We're looking ahead. Something about uh, Disney? Oh, no. I, ju I just, I, I think in looking ahead to 2023, some of the things that are happening on the business side that have nothing to do with the movies that we want to see, but some stories that will play out in 23 are the new era at Disney with Bob Iger. Mm -hmm. See if his return moves the needle in terms of any changes at Disney for better or for worse. I heard the wild rumor that he was back to uh, prep the purchase of Disney from by Apple. Ooh. And there was like, whoever I had read that from or seen a video of, like they had a bunch of things to like prop it up or whatever, but it was like, that would be crazy. Yeah. So. I was reading a story about news, like looking back, like a year end review type of story online. And I think it was either IndieWire.com or JoeBlow.com. And one of the big stories was how awful Apple is at releasing their movies. Uh, like some of the incredible movies that they've had that they completely screwed up. Like, And the, the, the biggest example is Spirited. You know, everybody's speculating that could have been a $100 million right. or at least a $70 million opening, you know. Yeah, put it straight to their street. Because it's universally loved. Everybody who watched it loved it. Yeah. And and with the musical nature and the sound, like everything about that movie wanted to be seen in a theater. Hmm. And I still haven't seen it, but I don't have Apple. It's not that great. It's not worth getting Apple tea. I watched it. I already have Apple. You know, I watched it and it was great. I agree with everyone. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, this is a fun movie that should have been in the theaters. It would have given, it would have been a great family choice, you know, right. and a, a thing to take your kids to to do something together over the holidays. And then they also mentioned Will Smith's movie, Emancipation, how that apparently nobody's watching on Apple Plus, but they're saying it should have been released to theaters. Hmm. And again, they're leaving money on the table. And then yeah. in that same article, they were again speculating how many hundreds of millions of dollars Netflix left on the table by releasing Glass Onion. Oh, that for was ridiculous. Five days. Yeah. yeah. And then the next topic that you know, is going to play out in 23 is the merger with Warner brothers and discovery, you know, that continuing, you know, to sort of, yeah. I don't know what the verb there is, but join hands and continue to fold things into each other. I don't think my opinion is that that's not going to affect our releases that much. I think it's going to affect the HBO max. Right. Incredibly. Right. It already is. So, but I wonder and I hope for them, because I like HBO. Why can't it just be like Disney? Like you go on Disney Plus and there's the National Geographic stuff. You know, 
there, why can't it just sort of all be together under one umbrella? And like, why does it have to like really mess with each other? I don't understand because they're getting rid of their original content. So you look at like, I don't know if you, if you saw this or not, but Westworld, right? Yeah. You, you didn't watch it, did you? I did. Yeah. Most people really enjoyed Westworld, at least the yeah. first. And I know a lot of people who just will rewatch the first season. Yeah. They're taking it off HBO. It's just gone. It's not, going, it's not going anywhere else. It's just gone. Why? They're just taking off. They're just like, oh, this is the show that was made for this. It's just gone now. It's just forget about it. I don't understand. Like It's like, wait, that's like one of the reasons that people would sign up. Right. Like, I understand that you canceled the next season. Fine. But there's still four seasons of it to watch. Right. Like, what are you going to do with it? Right. Oh, my God. Anyway. And then the last story, which I don't, again, I don't think is going to affect us that big of a deal. But uh, last year, uh, Cineworld, the owners of Regal Cinema, um, filed bankruptcy. So does that shoe drop? You know, is there is there fallout from that? Do we see some closures or not? I doubt it. Yeah, I kind of doubt it too because, just because, you yeah. know, a lot of times a big company like that filing bankruptcy is just a means to deal with their debt. debt. So doesn't mean nearly as much as you'd think it would. Right. Yeah. All right. Ready to get into listeners' notes, feedback, questions, answers, comments, and so forth? I thought you'd never ask. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, Penn. I would love to. I would love. That's what I'm aspiring to. That was my yeah. New Year's resolution. Be part of the show? Yeah. Fi- finally. Finally. Step up. Well, the first step towards it. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Email podcast at pencinema.com, and then we'll read it on the show. And if you're lucky... We won't read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the. Now I got. I you know something that's on here that uh, Tony Baloney, mm. T Loney, mm. sent me some pictures of his favorite yes. or, his favorite ornaments. Oh, which were oh cut down cardboard oh my signs. God. That said, Listen to the yes. Pencil podcast. So his holiday was decorated to the nines. You know, Baloney is a T Loney is a craftsman. That's a hundred percent true, right? Yeah. He is a skilled craftsman because anybody can take any anybody else. Yeah, would just take a sticky note and put it somewhere. Weak. No, Weak. it's so soft. Yeah, but you know he goes starts with a four by four sheet of card yellow brightly colored yellow cardboard. Yeah, and cuts it down carefully by hand. Right, by hand. I mean, what's fascinating is when 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 I say by hand, what you picture is somebody with scissors. No. But he gets he uses his between he takes the sheet between his thumb and his finger his pointer finger Delicately and he tears, tears it, it yeah. so little carefully yeah that it looks like a razor sharp line yeah it's amazing it, it's stunning to see stunning yes <laughs> it's a thing of, <laughs> a thing of beauty it is a thing of beauty yeah. Tiloni okay uh, why don't you start us off uh, Encyclopedia Brown wrote it in he said here's my top ten list Goonies Jason Goonies Jason AKA Encyclopedia right, Brown. Right. He says my top ten of the year, the start ten, is ambulance. Yes. I've I commented I saw him and I, I noted that I thought that was a really good pick. I, I feel dumb overlooking it. I didn't see it. Yeah. It was good. Uh the excessive weight, a massive talent. Mm-hmm. Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. The Batman. Which was not on either of our lists. Right. Interesting. Everything everywhere all at once. I wait. Did you number six. Did you skip ahead to number one? No. It's crazy, right? So you're saying... It wasn't even in his top five. Oh, my God. Okay. Honestly, I'm surprised there's not more horror films in here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Number five was The Banshees of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. 
And then number four, Mr. Malcolm's List. Mm. Number three was Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Number two, Bullet, Bullet train. train. Bullet Train. Bullet Train. You and I both had that on our pretty high and up on our list, yeah. too. Yeah. And then... The number one movie... Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. I know that he wow. loved that movie. Yeah. I think he took his wife to see it, too. Well, we all loved it, but uh, number one? Hey, man. It was on both of our top ten this lists. This is a man who loves horror. Right. And he found something that wasn't horrible to love. Uh, this is deep. Wait, I'm yeah. getting all teary. Just, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I can't, can't, can't. All right. Um, your boy Tony Baloney wrote in. Yeah. And I'm going to leave him a pair of tickets downstairs. What? Because he correctly named what movie I was quoting. Oh, yeah. When I said, na, 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 na. That was one Chevy Chase in the golf putting scene in the 80s classic Caddyshack. 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 And kudos to you, Tony, for correctly naming that movie. I am leaving a pair of passes for you downstairs. Pick them up anytime. Nice. All right. Well, everyone's favorite sister wrote in. God love her. You know she's got some good stuff. To she's say. the best. She's the best. Everyone's favorite sister. Right. She loved RRR. Because before she came back and she was like, like uh, I don't know about this RRR right, thing. Like, right. I, I, I saw it. It wasn't as good uh, as the other movie. Right. And then she said that she found out that it was based on historical, quote unquote, facts. Mm. They were real historical people. And were they though? if they met in a fictional way. Right, right. Right. And she liked that a lot more. Uh, and her best quote was, Guns don't always lead to revolution, but they help. They help. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly everyone's favorite sister is packing heat. Right. I mean, that's what I took away from the note. Yeah. Right? She's clear. Every time I've ever seen her, right. I'm like, is that, is that a gun? Right. I don't, I'm not going to ask. Yeah. She's a gun nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's going to love that we're, <laughs> we're saying that. All right. A little, uh, I want to get serious here for a second. Yeah. Shout out to our boy, Mystery Gobble, who's down for the count. The Mystery Gobble's down for the count? Yeah, he got the COVID. <gasps> his wife got it. No. And then he was supposed to go out to front, go out to breakfast with some of his friends. Oh, boy. And his friends were like, no, man, I don't, your wife has COVID. Yeah, you're right. I heard this. Through the great, uh, did you read this on the news? I, I, yeah, you heard the story. The lamestream media right. did come. The lamestream media picked this up. <laughs> yes. And so his friends invited him out for breakfast, and he was like, let's go. And his friends were like, no, we're not having breakfast. You, your wife has COVID. Yeah, your wife right. is so sick, she makes you sick. Right. So then, sure enough, the next day, after they did not have breakfast together, oh my God. he turns up positive for COVID. So anyway, we do, here at the Penn Cinema Podcast, we do wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah. But we also, we? <laughs> we also wonder if this is actually legit or does he just need some alone time? Mm. You know, like, does he just want to be left alone for three days in his room? I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> I'm so mad I got COVID. I'll be up here yeah. in my room watching TV and eating in my bed. The real test of that <laughs> is if you send his wife a note says the best thing to make him better is a nonstop stream of the pencil. Right. Instantly he'd be like, I'm so much better. He'd be up and about oh, yeah. in no time. <laughs> okay, our next listener to write in, uh, Soap on a Rope. Oh, Soap writes in uh, two interesting topics. She says, I thought Spirited was great. I did not expect the production value to be as high as it was. There have been so many streaming movies this past few years that I wished I had some kind of theatrical release. And I'm hoping there will be more Glass Onion type situations in the future. 
And then she clarifies, because I really appreciate because I, you know, she wishes for more glass onion, and immediately you're like, boy, she's a murderous, thieving, you know, she's probably shooting people with everyone's favorite sister. Yeah, they probably go on a rampage. <laughs> They're both packing heat. <laughs> but then, before, lest you think wrongly, oh. she clarifies, in regards to the theatrical release schedule, not so much the murdering. Uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, I get okay. you now. I get you For now. For a second there, right. Right. I was a little confused. Right. <laughs> no, thank, thanks. Glad that she clarified yeah. that. Um, she also, do you remember a number of weeks ago, I comment, like, when we were talking about what are you watching, what are you reading? Yeah. And I was talking about how much Kayla and I enjoy New Girl. Yeah. Soap writes in and says, New Girl is one of the most expertly casted shows out there. All seasons, all seven seasons are incredibly funny. And for the most part, the, the tone stays consistent for the entire run of the show, which you don't see too often with sitcoms. I think that has a lot to do with the excellent chemistry, excellent chemistry between everyone on the show. It's a wow. really good point. And I take it as a validation. Wow. That, you know, I don't need to be embarrassed that I loved New Girl. No, you shouldn't. I have watched all of Gilmore Girls with no regrets. <laughs> Me and Kayla need to watch Gilmore. That's going to be our next show. That's going to be our next show. Gilmore Girls? No, I've never oh seen God. it. You and Kayla yeah. have got to watch Gilmore That's Girls. That's the one with the four old ladies that live in an apartment and one of them's named B. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is Gilmore That's Girls. That's the one, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, is there any other things you've been watching, reading, or anything over this holiday season? There hasn't been for me. Not, not, so, not worth mentioning. Okay, look, if you want to be a part of the show, mm. The best way to do that is to email us podcast at pensinema.com. That's uh -huh. the new email for 2022 Electric Boogaloo. Right. Podcast at pensinema.com. But if you want to support the show, right. Pen, what's the number one way to it's do easy. that? It's easy. Oh. It's so easy. Is it, it's not hard? No, it's simple. We could have made it harder. Yeah, I think we could if we had tried. Yeah. If we cared. Yeah. Right. What you do, every time everyone wishes you Happy New Year, you ask them if they heard that the new year has been changed. It, you know, it's now referred to as 2022 Electric Blue, and that's what you write. I was talking to a president of the bank this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, down at Fulton. <laughs> you just went down. You're like, uh, can yeah. I speak with the president? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to talk to the president. <laughs> and he agreed. He acknowledged that if we turn in a check and it's dated, like for example, February 14th, 2022 Electric Blue, it's totally legit. It counts. Yeah. Yeah. 100% counts. Wow. Yeah. So go, what you should do is you should go to your kitchen calendar. How many checks do you write on Valentine's Day? Many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little concerned now. No, no, no. Because I got to hire the mariachi band. Oh, okay. I got to buy roses. Okay. I got to hire the marching band. See, I went immediately to hush money. I got to buy a new suit. <laughs> oh, you know. yeah, yeah. I got to rent a well, limo. You shouldn't have waited till the day of. I got to buy, buy soup. soup. <laughs> soup. I got okay. a suit and soup. Oh, my God. Both of them. Oh, Nothing says Valentine's Day like, like a soupy soup. Like soup. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to your kitchen calendar mm -hmm. and you cross out the 22 and you write electric boogaloo, electric boogaloo and you're good to go. Boom. Now that I think about it, now that I say it out loud, you don't even have to cross out the 22 because we named it 2022 electric boogaloo. Just reuse your calendar. Yeah. Reuse your calendar. I'm sure all the dates totally line up. Yeah. You won't get screwed up at all. It's another year. It's not like they change anything. <laughs> right. Exactly. We've done this before. <laughs> oh, and spoiler alert yeah. again. I peeked ahead. Yeah. Christmas is on December 25th again. What? Yeah, 4th of July. You'll never guess. When? 4th of July. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Valentine's Day, February 14th this year. Wow, get your yeah. checks ready. <laughs> get your checks ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again, Woo. for the Penn Soda Podcast, I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care and party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.